Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the High School Hour. Now, live from the ESPN Louisville studio, here are your hosts, Morgan Schmidt, Ava Blair, and Katie Dykes. Welcome into the High School Hour. I'm Morgan Schmidt. And I'm Katie Dykes. And after an exciting last night with some live basketball, we're back. Um, It's been a little bit of a break. I was supposed to be here last week, but... Um, I, I had got the AC, sick. I had the ACT to take last week so I could make it. And then Ava was out of town. And Ava was out of town um, today again. So she should be back next week for yes. our next week's show. But, yeah, it, it's been a while. It's been a good while. Um, happy to be back, though. We yes. we got some good stuff to talk about today. And it feels weird being in the studio on Saturday. It's, like, so eerie in the studio, mm-hmm. right? Like, nobody's here, which is weird. But. We're going to go with it. It's kind of nice. And thank you to Manual Athletics and the Cutter Group for sponsoring this month's episodes. Yeah. So talking a little bit about that last night, we did, or I did color last night. I did. We <laughs> Katie was in the studio section. I did my own color commentary. A lot of it probably should have been censored. I was I was so invested in that game, and obviously Morgan was too. Hopefully y'all listened um, to her commentary. Um, I'm sure she had some good things to say. I haven't listened to it yet, but... Based upon how the game went out, um, it should have been exciting to listen to. And if you didn't know, Manuel um, defeated Mail 70-46 to last night, um, which is probably their... Mail just did not look good. No. Um, and like I said last night, you know, Manuel came in a game plan, they executed it, and their game plan, I think, was to shut down Colt Eadland. They did not let him get good... Um, uncontested shots beyond the three-point or even in the paint and it really showed and um, really affected their scoring because when they realized that he's not going to be able to put up as many points as he usually does then you know some of the players had to you know step up but still it just wasn't enough yeah I I just think you know both teams came out came out running right from the start and you know with it being at manual I think manual definitely had the better advantage obviously um, and the more more momentum, and I mean, I'm pretty sure they got up to like a 15 point lead before like one of the one At of half the time yeah. it was 15 points. I mean, it was crazy like how much Manuel was increased their increased their lead, and it was it was pretty even for like maybe even the first two minutes, maybe even three, and then after that, it just no, you know, it, <laughs> it was not. It started off really fast, and I think you know usually it does. Yeah. And, you know, Mail just kept going fast, and so was Manuel. And when Mail made that switch that they were going to slow it down and, you know, take good long possessions, Manuel got a little frazzled. That's when Mail went on one of their runs, and then Manuel yeah. decided to slow it down. So it was really a game of back and forth of trying to figure out the – it was a game of momentum. 
Oh, yeah. And that's what I kept saying. Like, you got to keep up the momentum because you could easily see, like, and the student sections definitely helped, obviously, because, like, when Mayo scored a bucket, their student section erupted. When we scored a bucket, our student section erupted even more. So it's like, you know, you've, you really have to control the pace of play and the tempo. You've got to keep it on your side, you know, in order for it to stay with you. And just also to keep crowd control, too, for – for the for your opposing team and for your team too, and um, you know, just talking about what Mail did last night, I don't know if they necessarily had a game plan. I think they were going to play what they usually consider their type of basketball. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's Colt Eland scoring about twenty plus points. Yeah, and he was left to only fourteen last night, which really set them back. And you know, they had to adjust. And I think one of the things that they adjusted to was full court pressure. But even in times that that was not successful, they were leaving men all the way down the court for manual. And it was leading to easy, quick buckets. And that really hurt them in the long run. So in times they had a good, a good breaks and they were successful with um, Tim Hoffman's changes and plays. But ultimately, I just don't think that they were confident after a while, and they didn't know what to do to stop Manuel from scoring. And with that being said, I'm kind of shocked that Mail didn't really do anything. Like, coming out of the half, it was just kind of the same. Like, yeah, maybe they were, like, you know, trying to keep themselves up or whatever. But, I mean, the energy was low. They, you know, they couldn't really, like, do anything. Manuel was just unstoppable, and it was just, like... It was just, like, weird. Because I remember in freshman year, when we played uh, male at manual again, I mean, it was really close throughout the entire game. It maybe came down to the last minute when Manuel um, And that's still away. when Caleb Glenn was still playing yeah. for male. And yeah. it was like, every, there were so many people there for Caleb Glenn, and we were just watching it. And, you know, he was cra- It wasn't Cole Elan. It was Caleb Glenn and the rest of male. I know, but but just either way, I'm I'm a little miffed at Mail's performance. And coming so. in out of the half, myself and Max Abel said, you know, Mail doesn't need a rush yet. They no. have plenty of time on the clock. They need to take good long possessions, good high percentage shots, and they'll be fine. But when it came down to like four minutes and Manuel kept building the lead and they were not doing what they needed to no. do to see success on the, in their end of the court, that's when it was like, okay, you got to rush now. You have to be somewhat frantic because you have a 20-some-odd lead deficit. How are you going to score 20 points in with only like 12 minutes? You can't. You, I mean, truthfully... From the start, so like start of the game, it was very high tempo, back and forth, you know, making the shots, whatever. And then Manuel gained the tempo, and then Mail gained some of it back, and then it was halftime. Both teams came out again. Kind of the tempo was on both of their sides, but it it really just was lost. Like it was lost to Mail pretty quickly, and like I think they tried, but ultimately. They just couldn't. They couldn't do anything about it. I mean, Manuel was so hyped up. They were making all the right plays. They were executing really well. Well, some, well, mostly, but we'll get into that, or I'll get into that in a second. And, I mean, the crowd was on our side. We were at home. The energy was there. It was so hype. I mean, truthfully, we were just having fun, and it was just exciting that, you know, maybe we, we didn't win in football this year, but we could sure win in basketball. And, I feel like, and I don't know if we have this, but I feel like there should be like a little mini barrel 
for basketball. Like, because I, I, the last night, one of the male's chairs were, um, where's the barrel? Yeah, that, that's their, <laughs> that was their only successful cheer. And we were like, stick to football. <laughs> I was just like, dang. That's that's pretty good. And Malachi Coleman said last night that um, the game plan was to shut down Cole Edlin and force everyone left. You shut down Edlin, you shut down the team. Yeah. And I will say that is how you beat Mel. And it worked. Yeah. I mean, this is the game last night was your evidence of that, truthfully. I mean, and Cole Edlin, he was taking some really far back three pointers. Oh yeah, he was shooting from the logo. He thought he was Caitlin Clark out there. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you're not even gonna go like. More towards the three-point line? I mean, he was shooting it so far back. I think he was just desperate. No, maybe. yeah, he was. I mean, and, and, and he, couldn't, he couldn't help rally the team. And, yeah, Manuel really, you know, really took care of that and, and really benefited Manuel that. is now 23-3. and three. Um, Junior Justice Decker had a double-double last night, had 19 points, 13 rebounds. Senior Ryan Sheen had 16 points, and Malachi Coleman and Josh Darst had 12 points apiece. Mm. But shout out to the rest of the team, because, I mean, collectively... They played good. Yes. The entire team played really well, had some really nice plays. And, you know, even if if some of the other... um, you know, guys on the team didn't score. They held the ball and they passed the ball and they took time off the clock. And you know, they were still there, sitting on the bench, jumping up and supporting and like getting like getting the guys on the floor pumped up even more. So I mean, it really, and and obviously it was a whole collective team performance. But really, shout out to them too. And this will be the sixth consecutive game Manuel has won. And uh, Mikel Coleman said that um, after they lost to Cal, which was a 20-point loss, yeah. 75 to 55 on February 1st, they learned and they wanted to focus more because you're getting into that time where you're getting into districts and you're getting into region and then you're going to state. Yeah. Like, this is the time you have to focus and you have to win these games. And Mail is now 18 and 9. Oh, wow. And they go and I think play... I mean, that's still a pretty decent record. Yes. But... Obviously, you you take these losses, especially this loss, being the old rivalry and all, pretty hard. Um, but you just got to do better. And if you didn't know, um, the game ended with a dunk. Alley oop oop oop. Yeah, oop, oop, oop. and it lit the court on fire. Oh yeah, I, you just showed me a video before we got on show, and when Justice Decker jumped up, the entire bench for Manuel yeah, jumped, jumped up in synchronous. <laughs> It was so funny, and like when he did that, literally it came down. It was like one second left, and it happened, and that was the last play of the game. I mean, the entire gymnasium just erupted. I mean, it was such a great point, great ending. I mean, it was just an amazing way to like prove to Mayo that we got you, we can beat you in basketball. And I didn't know this, but Thursday night, getting into some other scores, Trinity lost to J Town. I saw that. Yeah. 52 to 48. It was like a low scoring game. It was a very game. low scoring game. I just, sorry, I had to bring that up because I saw that this morning and I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, I think they're still seated first within their district. Are they 26th, 27th? Trinity? Yeah, I think they're one of, one of those, I think. I can't remember. But yeah, very, very low scoring game for Trinity. It was, it was interesting to hear about. Maybe it was probably even. Definitely interesting to watch, but yeah. But, I mean, 
will they probably take that loss kind of hard? Probably, considering maybe they expected to beat J-Town. Yeah, they probably came in thinking that they were going to beat them. That's how it happened. They you didn't can't really. do that. No, you can't. Especially when it comes down um, to districts and getting into that play. Um, but going back to the mail manual, one thing that I did kind of notice that Manual was kind of risking it on was Malachi Coleman kept going up for the layup um, so many times. And he made it half the times, and they were good shots. But he's one of the shorter players on the team, and I don't mean that to be mean. I just, It's just fact. Uh, he's great. He's a great player, though. But he just kept going up for the for the layup, and he kept getting blocked half the time, too. And I was just like, what's what's the play here? You know, and honestly, I didn't – I thought those risks were worth taking. Mainly yeah. because Mayo was so worried about keeping the three-point line guarded. Yeah. They didn't want any outlet passes that they left the the under the basket for rebounds wide open. Manuel had so many second chance baskets from just rebounds that honestly that hurt them too. So I yeah. think that they knew that they had bigger guys in there. And at the end Mayo had a much taller um, larger group yeah. out on the court. But at times they had some small guys out there and they were not getting up and beating our taller guys. So I don't think that that risk was necessarily... I, I honestly think the Malachi Coleman going up for a layup was a test in itself because he made it half the time and then he made it probably the other half of the time. But like towards like in the... And I think that was... It was throughout the game, but towards like later in the fourth quarter, close to the end, there was just... I mean, there were like three times in a row where like it would just be consistent layups with nobody under the bucket for Manuel. It was crazy. And... You know, and then after a while, they were guarding that three-point line so heavily that they, they went in, they act, they were like, we're going to contest the th- rebounds now. We're going to leave. And then when Mayo w- Manuel would get the rebound, essentially, then you have about four guys outside the three-pointers ready yeah. to go for a big shot. And Absolutely. Some of the t- most of the time, they made it. And I mean, exactly. And there were, and there were numerous times where they could have passed you know, I think Darren Wells had his hands up. Brian Sheen did. Just so did Justice Decker too. So many guys were open, and I and this was like more in the second half. So and they had a good sub. So they could have passed the ball to them, and they probably would have made it. But for like the sake of the time, I think they wanted to get that clock down. But then again, that just proves that there was no guarding. There was nobody there to guard Manuel. And I mean, all those guys are really good three point three point shooters. I mean, and they probably would. They pro- no, not probably. They would have made it. Had they been passed the ball to. And for Manuel's defense, they weren't necessarily doing full court pressure, but once they got past that mid court line, yeah, they were heavy, on. heavy pressuring um, above the three point line. And you know, I think Manuel's defense honestly won them the game last night. You can talk about their offense all you want, but if their defense was not anywhere like it was last night, there was no yeah. way that Man- Mayo would have had that many turnovers, that many <coughs> unforced errors, and. Um, you know, I think ultimately last night, Mayo beat Mayo. Manual beat Mayo <laughs> on every type of faucet, like kind of everywhere. Absolutely. And just the other thing that I noticed, and I'm sure you noticed too, was the passing. The passing was a, was very mm, for both teams. I mean, and especially with the high paced tempo and you know the momentum right now, they were just trying to get it down to their side of the court. And, but, I mean, I mean, there were countless times where both teams where the ball would just be turned over or be stolen. I'm just like, take your time. 
come down to your side of the court, take time off the clock, and, you know, do it from there. Because, I mean, they were, like, throwing the ball from, like, may I say, like, halfway through mid-court and male side of the court to, like, the other half. I mean, they were, like, three feet off the baseline, and they were throwing it all the way down. And then half it was stolen. It went went out. I mean, it it resulted in a foul. So that was probably one thing that both teams struggled with. No, there wasn't really. There wasn't. Male manual didn't. But didn't struggle with it more. But both teams. Struggled, I will say this: that. the only difference with that was manual was the only team that capitalized off the errors and yeah. off the turnovers. Male yeah. struggled even with the turnovers to get a good shot off and get like and make a shot. Well, there was just so many times too, where where male had the chance to rebound, but they weren't able to get it under their basket. I mean, because yeah, even under their basket, they were just all out. They were not closing. Yeah, in they weren't. Sitter, ju- I mean, Justice Decker is just so tall too when he guards, and I mean, he was just able to get the ball, and so was like um, Josh Darts and um, some of the other guys too. But I mean, and Mayo has some pretty decent guys, tall guys on their teams too, but they they just didn't get the rebounds and. That's obviously a key difference, too, when it comes to scoring. You just yawn so heavily. <laughs> no, but either way, it was a great game last night. You should have been there. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> not, sold out. If you're not a – really? It did not look sold out. Well, okay, so our AD, what, Zuber, David Zuber, he was kind of what? Like more anxious about crowd control? In his defense, yes – they sold 2,200 tickets. That's what Newman told me. Dr. Newman. He's Dang. our principal. Okay. I mean, there were a few, like, empty seats. But I guess if you, like, are up really high or whatever, you could see that's mostly crowded. But, I mean... But the amount of students in each section... And there were no. still people walking around. Listen to me. In freshman year, they only had one of the bleachers oh, taped yeah. off. It was crazy one, freshman year. One section of bleachers taped off, and they had the pet band up above us, and then they did the same for male. It was cr- that was crazier than what happened no, last night. Yeah, we thankfully we had we won two that sections. Game. We did. Thankfully, we had two sections of bleachers, and so did male. It was it was so much better, but crowd control was a big thing for and safety wise, obviously. But like, but besides that, just it was so much fun to be there and be a part of, especially if you are a part of the manual community. Um, but I mean, Mail did have Mail did have a pretty decent showing of their own, and I mean, ultimately, I mean, Manual was obviously the more hyped side just because of the large lead that we had and the dominance that we portrayed last night. I mean, all in all, it was just an amazing game to watch, an amazing place to be, and just an amazing win overall. And um, if you didn't know, shout out to the Lady Crimsons because they also played um, male beforehand in not, and I'm going to be honest, it was a slow start for them too. Yes. Male was pretty consistent. They were pretty even with them. They won two. 64 to 48. Yeah, their sixth win, or sixth straight win um, last night. Um, so, again, really kind of slow start. It was pretty even. And then kind of like as the student or the student crowd started in and more people started showing up, kind of in the last quarter, that's when the energy kind of picked up and yeah, the Lady Crimson's were able to take it away and get that win too. So both... Girls varsity and boys varsity basketball beat male last night. So we're going to head into our first break. And when we come back, 
Um, I have um, a pre-recorded interview that me and Katie did with Males' um, top five center in the nation, Isaac Sowells. So when we come back, um, we will play that. Bye-bye. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to the high school hour. Now, here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie. Welcome back into the high school hour. Um, we're going into our last 15 minutes here. Yeah, um, so we haven't been in the studio for a while, so kind of have a lot of news to catch up with. Um, you know, t- t- um, district tournaments for basketball is coming up, so we'll get into that a little bit later because they, um, they still have a little bit of their season left, but that's coming up very soon. Um, bowling has officially finished for the season, so I'll get into that today. And then um, boys wrestling has also pretty much concluded, and girls, the girls um, wrestling championships are going on right, um, I think right now actually, um, down in Lexington. Not not Lexington. I thought it was Lexington. Kentucky Horse Park. Oh, that's so close. To I think it's Midway, Midway, Kentucky. Oh, okay, so. Halfway between here and Lexington. Okay, um, so I'll go ahead and get into some of that. So, so for wrestling, there's about what did I say earlier? Thirteen different weight classes. Mm-hmm. Thirteen different weight classes. The high, the lowest is 113, and then I think the highest is 275. Sounds about right. Um, so most of the results have come in. So I'll just kind of, um, or I'll announce the winners, and then I'll kind of continue on from their weight classes from there. So. For weight class 113, the 2024 state champion um, is John Harden's Christian De Los Santos. For um, weight class 126, the 2024 state champion is Union County's Jaden Rainey. And I, I believe Union County also won the team, the team um, wrestling state championship as a whole, too. With 220 points. Mm-hmm. Oh, I take it back. The lowest weight class is 106, actually, according to the KHSA um, events on Twitter. You can go check this out. All the all these results are actually on their Twitter account. Again, it's KHSAA events. Um, I'm just really just reading off and then providing a little bit of context if I can. Um, for weight class 106, your 2024 state champion is Harrison County's Jackson Wells. For weight class 132, your 2024 state champion is, again, um, Union County's Jordan Rainey. Did I already just say that? No. Oh, it's his brother. They look so alike. They look like they're twins. That's crazy. So both, so brothers from both Union County won um, the state in their respective weight classes. That's really cool, especially for that team. 
Okay, so for weight class 138, your 2024 state champion is um, Braden Horton from LaRue County. For weight class 144, your 2024 state champion is Woodford County's Isaac Johns. For weight class 150, your 2024 state champion is Oldham County's Miller Brown. For weight class 157, um, our your 2024 state champion is um, Louisville's own um, Malakia Harris from Trinity. Let's see who else. Um, weight class 175 again. Um, uh, a teammate from Union County. Um, Union County's um, Lucas Ricketts. That's incredible. Four people from Union County have already won. We're not even like halfway through the list. Uh, for weight class 165. Um, your 2024 state champion is Great Crossing's Aiden Butler. For weight class 190, your 2024 state champion is Lane Kisser from Trinity, right here in Louisville. For two weight class 215, your 2024 state champion is Paducah Tillman's Jack James. For weight class 285, your 2024 state champion is um, Louisville, again, one of Louisville's own, St. Xavier's um, Carter Guilame. And then that's about it as far as results. Um, again, the team, state championship team is Union County. Um, as I said, three guys were individual state champions. So, I mean, if that doesn't prove anything, I mean, that's just crazy to believe. And then some of the runner-ups, runner-ups team, runner-up teams um, were Johnson Central and then Great Crossing. So that pretty much about wraps up wrestling for boys. Again, girls action, girls wrestling is underway right now. Um, make sure to check in with them. And this year, especially significantly, has been pretty great. Um, wrestling. It's the wise. first year with yeah. girls wrestling championship. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just been amazing to see. You know, the capability and the talent that these young female wrestlers have. And, you know, it's it's just really cool to watch, too. So um, I'm happy for them that they're able to get this opportunity experience. So check it out if you have the time. Um, give them your love and support. Okay, so now to some bowling. I've gone on a lot about bowling. Um, but I'll just try to keep this um, real simple and short. So state championships were February 5th. So, two weeks from this Monday, or two weeks past from this Monday. Uh, I'll just, again, like I usually always have, stick to um, the Louisville area-based teams, Region 3 and Region 4. So, for team-wise, for Region 3, for boys, um, what was that? Oh, never mind. PRP was your state champion, um, boys. They beat Owensboro, um, one, two, and in um, three games total. So how teams kind of work is every team will bowl a qualifying um, game. So you'll have like eight players, and they'll bowl ten frames each, and then you'll take off your lowest score. So like you'll have four guys in one lane and four guys in another lane and you'll they'll all bowl they'll all bowl too and you'll take off the lowest score and you'll combine those and then that's how you get your seating and then from there you kind of go from there it's basically like a bracket so there's a final semi-final quarter-final 
Sweet 16, and then round of 32, it looks like. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. No, never mind. Round of 16, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Never mind. I take that back. So 16 teams total. Um, Again, ultimately, PRP was your state championship champion team. They beat Owensboro um, um, in three games. Um, First game score was 222 to 180. Second game was 236 to 170. And then the last game was 217 um, to 184. So um, pretty good showing um, for PRP. Let me pull up the girls real quick. And again, if this doesn't intrigue you now but may intrigue you later, um, all these um, stats and stuff that we um, you know provide on the show are easily found um, on the KHSA website, so you just got to go look for that. So let me find the girls real quick. If it'll load. Thank you, Wi-Fi. Okay. Okay, here we go. So for girls, again, kind of the same way for boys. You have four t- four um, girls on one lane, four girls on another lane. You bowl um, a game each, 10 frames per player. You take the lowest score. You get a seed from there. Um, again, round of 16, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Your um, 2024 Team State Champion team was PRP as well. So the PRP boys and girls um, really dominated. PRP ended up beating um, Boyle County in the final, and um, also in three games. They won the first game 150 to 144. The uh, second game 203 to 127. And then the third game, 169 to 168. So barely beat them out. Um, barely beat out Boyle County in the final game, but they were able to get that win um, nonetheless. And I'm trying to find. Sorry. I don't have some of this uploaded right now. Let me find the singles real quick. I'm pretty sure. Um, I can't remember, actually. They posted it. Hold on. I know. I, f- I feel like they did, too. Let me see. Okay. Um, Okay, I found it. So, just for the sake of time, your 2024 KHSA Boys Singles Champion um, was Brooks Golden from Paul Lawrence Dunbar, um, if I have that right. And then your... Come on, load. Come on. Sorry, stalling a little bit. Here we go. No, I don't want you. <laughs> Do you need it? Yeah, it's not working for me on my end. Okay. Can you get it? So we're doing boys, you said? Girls, no, just girls singles. Oh, okay. Girls singles, here we go. Hold on. Why are you, Okay. Oh, I got it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Say, I was like, Your 2024 KHSAA Girls Singles Champion is Shelby Webb from Boyle County. Right? I have something else. What do you have? I have K- Kendall Craig. No. Not according to, not according to KHSAA, but this okay. This is her Instagram. <laughs> Fine. So Shelby Webb? Yeah. She was the runner-up. Well, that doesn't. that's not what it says on here, so. The picture shows she's the runner-up. 
All right, all right. So, well, so maybe Kendall the- Craig. <laughs> I don't know. For the sake of time, I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk about anything else. Um, so I'm just going to do some number one seeds for the district tournaments coming up. Um, the 21st district is Fairdale. 22nd district is Sales. 23rd, Evan Angel. 24th, Fern Creek. 25th, Manual. 26th, St. X. 27th is Trinity. 28th is Eastern or KCD. KCD and Cal have a tiebreaker for district um, This today. And um, then you have the 29th is North Oldham, 30th is Woodford County, 31st is Gallant County, and 32nd is Walton Vernon. Um, and that was the boys. For girls, um, the 21st is PRP, 22nd is Butler, 23rd is North Bullet, 24th is Mercy, 25th is Manual, 26th Assumption, 27th Sacred Heart, 28th is Cal. 29th is South Oldham, 30th is Anderson County, 31st Owen County, and 32nd is Grant County. So um, districts will be happening pretty soon after they finish out the regular season. I think most teams have about three games to go. Um, And then I think that's about it. We're almost done here. Yeah. Should have about 60 seconds. It looks like Kendall Craig is your singles bowling champion, but... On the KHSA website, that does not look like to be the case. So either I'm reading this wrong or something's wrong. But Kendall Craig um, won the girls' singles bowling championship. Okay, got that settled. Sorry. There's a probably, there's Unified Bowling 2 that you missed, um, Co-Ed 2. Um, for the sake of time, I'm not going to get to those, but you're more than welcome to go check out those um, results on the KHSA, KHSAA website. And please do, because it's honestly fascinating to see what these high school athletes put up and the results that they get. It's it's just really interesting and really incredible that they're able to do that. So um, thank you for joining us today. If um, We're going to be back here next Saturday at 10 a.m. I know it's a lot. It's early. And it's crazy to think about. <laughs> Even I'm like, wait, I got to get up. Get to get yep. stuff together. I gotta go. But no, we're happy to be here on Saturday now. So thank you for joining us. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend, and we will see, see you, you on the flip side. Yes, we will. Peace out.